This podcast is brought to you by Continuum and Bristol Tap. Hello and welcome to the official Wessex Wanderers podcast. I'm Nick Trutch, most of you know me as Trutchy, and I'm delighted to welcome this week's guest onto the show, Wessex legend Mark Hooper. Welcome, Hoops. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Not bad, not bad, mate. Glad to be uh, glad to be on and glad to be around the Wessex again, mate. It's all good. Brilliant. So, listeners, before we get started, we've got some breaking news. So I'm just going to tease you with that for now because we're, we're going to get to that shortly. So make sure you stay tuned as all will be revealed. But first, Hoops, tell me a bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Mark Cooper, um, 35 years old. Um, work for the work for the MOD, and I've been back involved with with Wessex um, this season up to the lockdown. Um, and yeah, been uh, been announced in the leadership team of the Wessex Colts. So yeah, it's um, it's all good. Thank you. Good, good. So tell us a bit about your background with the club. So how how did you come to join Wessex, and how long ago was that now? Um, so it was, I think it was around 2011, so I think it was the 11-12 season, maybe the season after the, the lads won it, um, and yeah, played in a, I think it was a kick around with you and, and Mintz, Darren Hughes, um, and a couple of other lads, uh, Nathan James was, was there as well, I think, and I think Mintz um, asked me if, if if I played for a football team and I said that I didn't. So I basically uh, was invited along to training, a bit of pre-season and stuff like that. So that was back in, yeah, back in 2011 and started off in what was known as the A-team at that point with, with Gav Foreman as a manager. Yeah, I remember that because Mintz had been asking me, begging me to join Wessex for years and years and years. And I eventually said, yeah, because, you know, but I'd stopped playing for a few years. My knee was gone. And he said, oh, just, you know, see how you get on. We've got an A team. That might be all right for a run out. He said, do you know anyone who wants to come? And I thought of you straight away. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll bring someone along. He's, he's keen to come training. He said, what's his position? I said, do you know, I, I, I hadn't even asked him. I said, I'll give him a text now. I, I text you. I said, he wants to know what position you play. Do you remember what you told me? I do, yeah. Attacking goalkeeper. Attacking goalkeeper, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that always stick yeah. with me. So what do you like I I would how would you compare the club now to how it was then? Oh my goodness, it's it's like polar opposites. Um that we had, better, we had I three, take it. Oh yeah, massively. I was about to explain that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we had we had we had three teams. Um the first team were flying. Um, they had their own identity. Gaffer was the was the manager, and and you know the reserves and the A's fed in. Um, but training was was a bit of a shambles, to be completely honest with you. Um, but the the club had a good, um, you know, had a good reputation at the time, attracted good players. But it was when you 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 text me or rang me at the start of this season, um, and and asked if I fancied coming back into coming back into it. Um, like Harry Redknapp ringing, ringing his uh, his old cronies, asking to get the crew back together, and get the band um, back together, yeah, exactly right. And and at the time, I was like thirty four years old, you know, bit bit rotund after the old COVID situation kicking off and everything. Oh, well, it was before COVID, if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I just didn't fancy it. And then after seeing you, you getting back involved in it, Ron, Ron obviously being your assistant, it was like. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see how it is. Rocked up at that first training session that, that Matt and Tom took. Unbelievable! It's, it is like a completely different club, and all the all the lads were welcoming. It's a, it is it's a, for for anybody new, it, it couldn't be a better place to to come and play football. It's just a really welcoming environment. Really good. We were all surprised because you know I said that I said you know we're we're always looking for more players. You know. You're my mate. I can't can't guarantee you game time or anything, but you know, come along, train. You know, we might get you a game here or there. And uh, yeah, of course, we haven't played together for years. And I, I remember seeing you at training. You, you've always been blessed with one of those metabolisms. You can eat whatever you want, and you don't get fat. Whereas I'm the opposite. But um, 
Yeah, yeah, so that, remember, that metabolism started to let me down, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember looking, at, like, looking across at you on that night of training, thinking, oh, he's still got something about him. And then going over to chat to Tom at the end of training, and he said, oh, do you know who's impressed me tonight? I said, go on. And he said, Hooper, looking good. I thought, oh, I'm glad you said that, because, yeah. He does. He does look alright. Yeah, I've, I've he, was, he was probably just—he he was probably just relieved he didn't have to ring St John's ambulance to pick me up off the floor or something. Yeah. I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you what. I'm going to stop teasing our listeners now. So now for the breaking news, for well, for our listeners and players. So previously, it was announced that Mr. Hooper here was going to be the assistant manager of our new Colts team. And it was going to be run by Ollie Cleveley. Well, we've had some things going on behind the scenes. There's been a bit of a reshuffle. And I am now pleased to confirm to all our listeners and players, Mark Hooper, you are now the Colts manager. Tell us a bit, a bit about that. How does it all come about? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a massive shock. Um, I think it was um, before the first training session um, of this season before before we started into the the COVID Cup, the lockdown trophy. Um, yeah, it was it was it was an Ollie kind of let us all know that we that he wasn't going to be doing it next season or or taking charge of the Colts, uh, which chucked everything up in the air a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just immensely proud to be in the position to 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 take the Colts on um, as part of the management team. Managing the managing the, the team and and you know being back involved in it again, you know as I was just saying about training and stuff, it is so it's such a, a good place to be around with, with the training situation. But you know for Ollie, um, you know we wish him wish him all all the best as a as a club, and and obviously me and you we we know Ollie really really well. Uh, he's a good lad. He certainly ain't letting anybody down. Um, I'm sure I'm without knowing the ins and outs of it. I'm sure he has his, his reasons. So, yeah, just wish him all the best and hope, hope, hope him and, and the family are well. That's it. I mean, it, it, if if he if he's realised that he just can't commit to it fully, it's, 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 he's done the right thing. It's best it's best we know now, and then we can have that reshuffle. But it almost feels a little bit like like fate to me because when we you know when we got together. You know, me, Ron, Tom, Matt, and Mike, and we were discussing the uh, the third team uh, management. You know who we want in, and we all wanted we all wanted people affiliated with the club. Didn't just want to bring an outsider in. Um, and you, so there was a few mentioned, like Ollie was mentioned, and you yourself. So uh, a few of us reached out to a few of the names we were we were thinking of, and. At the time, you said, "Oh, I, I, I can't, I can't commit, I can't, you know, I can't make every Saturday." Um, but you know, from from our chats, we, we were still keen to have you on board as as an assistant. Um, you know, an assistant manager can get away with not being able to get there, get there every week. But then, more or less, as we confirmed, Ollie as the manager, it was only about a week or so later. You you said, "Well, yeah." If I'm going to be assistant manager, it works out well because I can now commit more. I can now be there every Saturday now. So we thought, well, yeah, this yeah, is the, great. So yeah, it almost feels like, so. yeah, it, all, it almost feels like the stars have aligned and fate is <laughs> uh, fate's put you in the hot seat. Um, I hear you've got an assistant lined up, an assistant manager. Yeah, and and he's a he's a good one as well. Um, so yeah, Scott Harrison um as 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 agreed to 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 be my assistant a bit late to call it that oh yeah i mean what i think we we people have waxed lyrical about scotty over the podcast before and and i'm sure yeah, was, i'm sure he was in my level will. Yeah. yeah um he's just a top top guy um you know my relationship with with scotty has always been a good one on and off the pitch. Played Pro Five, you know, off, you know, outside of Wessex as well. Um, you know, he's he's just a, a genuinely nice bloke. And we used to have the curry clubs often, didn't we? 
yeah yeah we'd go out and have, have you know have an indian and, and have a couple of beers and stuff like that with some of the old wessex lot and um yeah he's he's just a top guy and and, and actually it was after it was at training the first training session after we found out ollie wasn't going to be um managing this season and and we were chatting about some of the you know it was like oh you know Uper, do you fancy doing it I was like, well, I don't know, boys, I've got to go, I've got to chat with the wife first. I've got to make sure she's happy with it and on board as well, which which in the end she was, which is which is a really good thing. But you know, it was, oh, who, who do you want? Who would you have as your assistant? And it was almost an impossible impossible choice because I just didn't didn't even know whether I was going to be doing it anyway. But then Ron um, mentioned Scott's name, and it was like, God, I don't even know if he'd agree to do it. Um, I'd love to have him. It's not a, you know, it's not a slight on him, but would he, would he do it? And I think you were saying, Tretty, after one of the podcasts, he got in touch with Lynn, didn't he? And, and, and said how much the club meant to him and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, a lot of that from these, from these podcasts. So, you know, these podcasts get released and so many ex-players get, get in touch saying, oh, I miss the good old days, miss Lynn. Um, miss the club what a fantastic club bringing back great memories and that's what this podcast is all about for me yeah yeah so uh, Ron rang him um, to say you, would you would you fancy it for the Colts and and Scotty said like unreservedly absolutely let's let's get on with it let's do it so I spoke to him on the evening and um, yeah he, he, he's game he's up for it so yeah the Colts has gone from having you know a uh, I'll, I'll go as far to say a good management team um, before, you know, with, with me and Ollie. Um, I personally think, um, in, in no disrespect in any way, shape or form to Ollie, um, I think this is cracking. It's better than I could have could have hoped for, to be honest, with, with well, Adam Scott. you're in the hot seat. Of course you're going to say that. You're in the hot seat now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the first time I've coached, um, you know, managed outside of football, but it's the first time I've coached a team, but it's it's nowhere near as daunting because I've got good mates in you and Ron uh, as there as a, a bit of a backup. But from a from a training perspective, getting the lads ready for games on a Saturday, I mean that's that's done. It's it's ran by Matt and Tom, and it's, you know it's done to an amazing standard. You know you've had people coming out who have done semi professional or professional football and said some of the best training they've ever had um so yeah i i've got i'm in a good spot i think and i'm with scotty there um who's who's probably overqualified to be an assistant to be completely honest with you he's, he's doing his badges um so yeah he, he, he might find he starts yeah being, being more of the more of a manager than potentially i would be but nah scott is a good lad and um, yeah, it should. I think it's. I think it's a solid appointment for Wessex. Committed, and yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be good. So yeah, like, <clears throat> so we keep. You know, we're we're getting out of the habit of calling it the third team or an A team because that's not that's not what we want. What we want, we're we're adamant that we want it to be this a Colts team, Wessex Wanderers Colts, don't we? Which you know, which in, would entail. Uh, a starting point for our for the young promising players we got to go and get game time, find their position, find their feet, get used to adult football. Some of them, so to have like a good young team with with lots of promise and and uh, like with like with rugby teams, Colts teams, you you have lots of promising youngsters, but you also have a few experienced heads in there. Um, so yeah, we're looking to get a good competitive. Competitive team. So on, on that note, what's your uh, have you got a, like a three year plan or your ambitions for yourself and the Colts team? Yeah, I mean it's it's been interesting listening to 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 everyone else's three year plan who's involved in management at the club. Um, and it's actually it's nice that when I've been out walking the dog, listening to these listening to these podcasts, I'm sort of nodding in agreement to them all because it 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 it's, it matches mine. But I suppose, yeah, for, for the Colts, it would be, you know, one one of the one of the points has to be, you know, maybe a lot earlier than over three years, but establishing the Colts within the club, um, wanting wanting the lads, wanting the players to to feel like 
it's a viable option for them to play football. That it, it, it's not. Um, I think when I played and when you played, the A's was almost but scraping the bottom of the barrel a little bit, and it and sometimes it felt like it wasn't being treated as seriously. Whereas that that's not for me, and that's not for anyone else in the in the committee and at the, at the club from a management perspective. The Colts is is you know it's an investment that the club are going to make. And we've got a return on that investment. And part of that is establishing the Colts with the players as a, as a good place to play football, regardless of, you know, uh, of how, how good you think you are or any of those other things. It's, you know, it's still Wessex. And that, that, that's the cornerstone of it. I say we want everyone in there wearing the shirt with prize, don't we? And, and look, it's, yeah. it's only for the, it's only going to be for the benefit of the club and, and those selected for it because you know it, it gone are the days where you know if you ended up in the a team you know it's just because you weren't getting a game we, we want it to be a team that you know you're in the you're in the cult team because we see such promise in you so we want to you know want, we want to give you the minutes that's where you're going to get the minutes get the experience and like i say to have a couple of um you know experienced older players in there as well that would that mm. That's, that's where young players learn is, is from the experienced players. Matt's talked in previous podcasts about coming into the club and partnering Lee Flay at centre-back. It's ideal. To, if, you're, if you're bringing a kid into a club, I say kids, you, you know, depending on ability and maturity, you could have a 19, 20-year-old who ain't quite as good as a 17-year-old. But, you know, to have a, have a kid come in and learn from experienced vets, for want of a better word, Ideal, mm. absolutely ideal. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you look at someone like Cam, and 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 there's no disrespect to him. I think he's a wonderful young football player, and from what I've seen of him, he's got bags of potential. Oh, there's um, more talent there. There, there's such more uh, talent in Cam. But you know, it's it's a it's a tough tough game, men's football, and we you know we we see it week in week out sometimes, where you know young players may not have that 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 maturity to understand what needs to happen in a game to stay in it. And it does need a bit of aggression. And, and, and you know, that that's potentially where the Colts would serve the rest of Wessex well. Um, I wouldn't say Cam would do a season in the Colts. That's probably too much, but certainly cutting his teeth down there takes the pressure off of him from, from first and reserve team football, but also gives him that, that really good base to then just, crack on and you know who's to say we won't be losing him to sort of county standard in, in the future because he, he's got the ability to do, go on and do something like that but that's, that's just it. you know he's definitely got the ability and, and it'll be a, a, a you know not ne- not necessarily for him players players of that calibre that's where you want to own their skills hmm. but yeah going back to Cam he, he's been unlucky this season not to have more game time for me there's been a few times where you know, I've named him in the squad and something come up or I named him in the, I think it was about two or three weeks running. I named him, then he had to isolate because of something, because we had all the COVID business going on. Then I named him in another squad and that fixture got cancelled. Um, yeah, he, he was one of the unlucky ones, Cam, this season, where he would have got a lot more minutes had it not been for stuff coming up. But So um, this is my favourite bit of the podcast, I won't lie. I want to ask you your favourite 11. 11 who you've played with. It's, it's yeah. It, it, I, you know, through speaking to me anyway, that I, I've, I've had mine for a little bit of time. Because as yeah, soon as you... Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've put off actually asking you, and I? I said, make sure you've got done your 11. Make sure you've done your, your dream team. Yeah. But... All I, I, I know I'm guaranteed to be in it. I just don't know whether I'd be up front, centre mid or centre back, but... This is a bit embarrassing, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tease. Um, go on, then. What, what, what formation would you go with? Probably go for a 3 5 2. Oh. But okay. wing backs. So, yeah. Tom will probably okay. tell me off and tell me that's probably a, technically a 5 3 2. But <laughs> very, very yeah. Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. That shows my age, doesn't it? I suppose. Yeah, 
<laughs> so what, start off in goal? Yeah. Yeah, probably the best place to start, I reckon. It'll be Ron Avery. Big Ron. Big Ron. It was a it was a difficult one actually. When 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 I was going through it, I was thinking about do you remember is it was it Carl or Carlo? Carl Yeah. What a keeper. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. I think Gaffer did Gaffer um yeah. name him in, in his. Yeah, oh, he was God. in Gaffer's podcast. To to be honest, he it, it's, it's, for me, it would be very hard to decide between him and Ron. Um, I went with Ron because I played more football with Ron. That's that's why I've done it. I've done the same. I've seen Carl play when when I went up to the first team a couple of, a couple of times, and he just had like an all like it was like an air around him. You, you thought no one's getting past him, and his distribution was was just madness. He, you know, I laughed when. Uh, when Mike said Gav Foreman could kick the ball, this you know the size of the length of the M32 or whatever it was he was saying, but <laughs> yeah, Carl put it on a sixpence sort of thing. It was it was it was mad to see, but yeah, Ron, yeah, he's a good lad, good mate of mine, but that's not the reason why he's there. I've seen him play consistently for you know four or five seasons, top top goalkeeper, and what he's doing now with the club is brilliant with the coaching side of things and obviously being being your assistant as well. So yeah. Ron Avery, goalkeeper. I got three centre backs. Yeah. I'll I'll just say it's like a double act. Flay and Dorgs. Ah, yeah. So yeah, Lee Lee Flay. And Lee Dorgan. Um, and Lee Dorgan, but yeah, just both together were. It was like a my worst nightmare at training, because I'd always end up having to like get marked at a set piece by them or or something along those lines, and yeah, there was just no give in in either of their games. They were so almost psychopathic with defending. It 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 would scare me and it would scare the opposition as well. But they were really good good players. To play, you know, you, you look back at me as a striker and look over my shoulder and be like, Yeah, happy days. This is a clean sheet today. Yeah, sort pairing. of mentality. And they complemented each other very well for me, Flay and Dorgs. Dorgs was, you know, he he, he was more the uh, the focal point, the attack the ball in the air and barking orders, and Flay would just be covering and sweeping. And those last ditch tackles, they were just a, yeah, they, they, they just looked good together, didn't they? And they made each other That's- look better. Yeah, I remember the first time I seen them, and I was just like, "This is, this is mad! I can't believe I'm seeing this at, at my level of football, sort of thing." Yeah. And I've, I, I chucked, I've put Ollie in, Ollie Cleveley, in at centre back as well. He's five foot nothing. Um, yeah. Don't look like a don't look like a football player. Probably the same as me, to be honest. But he was just he'd win headers that you never think that he could. He'd be everywhere. He had, I think the only thing I could say, yeah, the only thing against all was his height. Everything else, his engine, his football ability, his passion, all of that is top class. It's just a shame he's probably legally a midget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you how yeah, good top, he was in the... Player. So me, me and Ollie had a, had a season, maybe two seasons as a centre-half pairing in the reserves. And... Um, you know, like you say, Ollie's about five foot two. I'm I'm six foot. I might even be six six one then. I think I've started shrinking. You've back, started shrinking back already. <laughs> <laughs> but even though I was about I was about two foot taller than Ollie, he would still be the one attacking the ball, and I'd be sweeping up. It was it was strange, it, but it, it mm. just worked for us. It it, it really worked for us. I, I um, have my doubts when 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 you and him were, were named as a partnership. Not not because I didn't think either of you weren't good footballers, but it was just you were so opposite. Yeah. But it, it did. It, it complemented you complemented each other really really well. That's probably why he's there. Out of all the other centre backs that I've sort of played played with or or being at the club with, um, that sort of period where I think he carried you. I think that was probably what I remember the most. Pardon. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he's strong, is all. <laughs> he, he loved the header, didn't he? The, the, what used to make me laugh was there were, there were times where the, the ball would come about two foot off the floor and all he had to do was put his foot through it, but he yeah. dive in header. He would. He, sometimes I, sometimes I, I'd be going to clear it and I'd nearly boot his head off where like he's, yeah. he's come in with a diving header. What are you doing all? <laughs> yeah, he's just so committed to the cause. No matter where it was, yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd get summer on it. Yeah. Probably not the right body part, but he'd get summer on it. I'll tell you what, Ollie and Flay, they've made a few of these podcast 11s, I'll tell you. And do you know yeah. what? Do you know what? What popped into my mind when you were ch- when you said, um, when you started talking about your bat free and went, I'm going to go with a pairing. I was adamant in my head that you were going to go with Ollie and Stens, Rich Stenner. Step mate, Stens. I, I can't believe he, he, he's not made anyone's eleven yet. I can't believe it it's, because it, what a centre half. Joe, you know I think I think as 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 we get more older, cultured players on the podcast, I think you'll start to see some of the players that I name on. You know, maybe in a little bit, if you ask them their eleven, they'll. That's when you're going into your stenses and and players like that because um, he he was. It was crazy. He was so good, technically gifted. I, I think Stens could play any sport. Didn't he? Play, he played internationally as well, didn't he? Stens. Oh, was it? Was it Malta? Did he get yeah. called up? Called up for Malta? It was something like that. He, he played international football, and it's just like when when someone says it, you're like, "Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, you played international football. What's that on FIFA? You know, you sort of you 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 don't buy it, but you see yeah. Stens play, and you're like. There yeah, was I some, mean, yeah. Was, I'm not sure. I don't think it was like might not Might have been like a bit of an obscure nation. I no, no, I, no I, I'm sure it was Malta, but I think I got a feeling it might have been like a sort of international seven aside league or something. He had like seven aside cap. I, I don't know. It might have been a full cap. I don't know. I'll ask him that. But um, yeah, so that's your back three Flay, Dorgs, and Ollie. That's a good back three. I've gone for youth and pace now, so, so not saying so I'm not, that. No, I'm, not, I'm not at centre back, so no. I, reckon, I must be in midfield. I don't think you'll have me up top. Well, I've just said youth and pace, so I think we're good to assume that you're not occupying any of the next two positions. Okay. What? what what's the oh oh wing backs? Yeah. Yeah, Trotty's not a wing back. Oh no. no. We can definitely say that. <laughs> oh, you got right side. Shane Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are, I, and and, and I, I tell you what, he is a wing back, isn't he? Up and oh, down, up unreal. and down, up and down. Yeah, absolutely unreal. Just all the running in the world from from the kiddie, and technically good on the ball. Yeah, a good engine. Just everything I would want to see, sort of. Supporting the midfield and and myself in a, a, a you know in in an attacking position, and yeah, he, I think set pieces as well. I, I think I remember him either scoring them or providing assists from corners and stuff like that. He was just uh, he was just a really good little player, and and I'm talking when I was playing. So God knows what he turned into because I've I've heard I've heard um, Tom and Matt talk about him. I think on on their podcasts, or 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 if not on the podcast, but you know around yeah, training he's had a and stuff. Yeah, a couple of mentions. Yeah, yeah, and I I think he was under he was under twenty when I seen him. So yeah, as he as he probably did his game got a lot better. He probably turned into an even better player than he was when I seen him. But he, it's such a difficult position, right back uh, or or right wing back. But he he just kind of had it all. He was adaptable as well, wasn't he? If you if you're playing an old score four four two, he can occupy any of those four wide positions, couldn't he? With ease, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a nice, yeah, so Shane, nice lad, Shane Rose. Oh, cracking lad. Yeah, a lot of time lad. for Shane. Nice kitty. What about your your left wing back? Bonge. Yeah, he's made a few of these as well, and he Bonge. Yeah. He, he was another sort of player who, who was around the first team an awful lot when, when I was at the club, um, and, right, and rightfully so. He, he was just good in, 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 every, in every department. His attributes, you know, were, were, were all 
really, really good. Lovely kiddie as well. Got to try and get him back at the club. I've heard there might be a bit of a bit, a bit of a scouting party out for him. He's um, teasing us again. Yeah, he's yeah. teasing us. Yeah, rumor has it he's coming home, but yeah, yeah. we need to get that signature on the dotted line. Yeah, I love Bond. He's he's a good player, good lad, and you know, hopefully, you know, wherever he plays, you know, he's going to be a good addition to any team. And certainly, from what I've seen of him, you know, worthy of being in my best eleven. So, what what are you playing in the uh, in the midfield? Are you playing like three? Free, free flat midfield or like two yeah. holding one in a to, ten to, to, to fit it to fit in with the players I've picked. Yeah, it'll be a flat three. Okay. So who's go on? I've gone. For, I've gone for Webbo as 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 one. Steve Webster. Yeah. Um, Wessex legend, Arden yeah. the tackle. Um, you know, proper sort of captain's material leader on the pitch. Um, didn't play too much with with Webbo, but when I seen him play, it was just like, yeah, this kid's this kid's got it. He, or yeah, he's not a kid. This you know, this guy's got it. He's he's a good ancient. player. He's ancient now, <laughs> Webbo. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, we'll be putting a statue up, I think, won't we? But yeah, he's Webbo's just you know, proper Wessex through and through. Um, still involved, obviously, with the club now, um, and I'm sure. You know, if 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 his body allowed it, and if time allowed it as well, he'd be he'd, be, he'd have his boots on and, and wearing a Wessex shirt every Saturday. But yeah, just just really good. Set, you know, from a midfield position, he had a good pass on him. Brilliant in the challenge. Would never ever back out of a challenge. And how often do you see it? A player sticking half a foot in. You'd never see that off a of Webbo. He'd clear, he'd clear the ball, the man, yeah. and the ref, and half, half the spectators. Like he's cracking. Nowadays, I think people. I don't know if they're coaching them wrong at youth football, but <laughs> no one, no one knows how to put a tackle in anymore. They just dangle a floppy limp leg. You, you yeah, know, on no Sky Sport, you know, on Sky Sports sometimes where they they show you a midfield player making a tackle, and you know they might have got a bit of a they might have got a red card. And then they'll always roll back that old Graham Sooness footage of him fighting. <laughs> That's Webbo. <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. Like our footage is Web- his Webbo on the VO, scrapping in the middle of the pitch. But then he'd come off at half time, like, you know, he'd just launch someone like five foot up in the air and then it's all kicked off. And he'd come off, he's like, right. Right, lads. Right, let's just settle down for a second half. He, he, yeah, he was he Mr. Was. Composed, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I think a couple of people have said like he, he started, he started stuff off, and he's never had a touch on him and stuff. He's, he's sort of fades back, and and he, he don't look it when you play, play against him. I, I think one of the first times I was at training, I was like, he just looks, he don't look like an aggressive, good, solid midfield player, but any ever, he, he's he's yeah, really good, really good player. You nearly swore on the podcast then, didn't you? I almost did. I've got a note yeah. on the top of my piece of paper that says no swearing, <laughs> like like at your wedding and your missus told me not to. We keep it family friendly. Yeah. So who's, who's either side of Webbo in your midfield three? Scotty Harrison, my assistant. Oh, he's gone for his assistant. <laughs> to be fair, even if Scotty would have turned, turned, turned me down as being the assistant, he was always there. Um, love Scotty. Well. Um, nothing... There's literally nothing about him that you could you could turn around and say was a, was a negative in his game. Just solid, dependable, pinging a ball left, right, and centre. Um, you know, just a legend. I played with him for a couple of seasons, and he never never put a foot wrong. The leader as well, wasn't he? I remember me and you mm. our first season. We uh, was it our first or second season, maybe we were in the A team. And um, we've been we've been doing well, sort of. Well, I'll probably carry them, carrying them a little bit, me and you. And uh, and we got the call up to the reserves. We went up, and you you know we're you're always a bit apprehensive, aren't you? We'll go see what they're like, see if they're a good bunch of lads. And you know, he, he straight away he was. I mean, we were old school footballers, weren't we? I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't stand for it now, but we'd arrive and we'd be having a fag, me you and Scotty would come over and uh, you'd have a fag. And we'd have one at half time, and he was just a good lad. But then, and then you, he, he was the captain of the reserves at the time. He was, yeah. 
And I remember like the first 10 minutes, he was pinging this ball here, there and everywhere, steaming into tackles. And I remember looking at you and thinking, think, cool, he's got, he's got it, hasn't he? Hmm. It was definitely something we didn't have in the A's that year. Yeah. <laughs> the year before. No, yeah. he, he was he was good as gold and still is. Yeah, yeah, still is top, top guy. And really looking forward to 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 seeing what is what what it'll be like out because we got on like a house on fire playing football and, and outside of playing football. So it'd be interesting to see what it's like, you know, going going forward into the managing side of things. I've got no I've got no doubts or concerns whatsoever. He's top guy. far so is it me probably me in it next Luke Downs Downs yeah bowler yeah bowler was it I think he was at Wessex for for two or three seasons um joined a little bit less I thought maybe like a season and a half or something like that might might have been might have been but yeah Luke Downs he joined the club. I've got no idea where he came from. No idea who brought him to the club, where he'd heard about us, whether he was affiliated with someone else who was already, you know, at the club at the time. Yeah, he just appeared one day, didn't he? I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And and it was like, you know, better than what we had it in, in the in the team in the reserves at the time. You could tell that straight away. And then as the games were were sort of just rolling on and, and it was like you know, Mini Gaff was 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 naming him consistently, and it was like, and he he just do a really dependable good job for the whole for the for the whole time that I remember playing at a club with him, and you know, I, I probably keep saying not you know nice got on and off the pitch about everyone, but you know he he was he was a top top kiddie, and him and Scotty because they did play together, they they were just solid just a solid midfield. And when you look at, from what I would I would want from a midfield, from a striker's perspective, it would be, you know, that that solid, dependable feed into the strikers, right into the wingers that would come into me. And they, they would. They, they'd just be hitting passes left, right and centre. And it would eventually, to goals, I think me and, me and Luke probably combined for, you know, probably half a dozen to, to 10 goals in that season where he'd just be putting the ball into me and it would be where exactly where I wanted it, when I wanted it. And it was, yeah, it was really good. So yeah, Luke Downs, don't know where he is now. Be good to, to see, good to see him. It'd be good to catch up with a kiddie. Yeah. I don't but, know yeah. if I've got him on the, we'll, we'll have to try and tag him in the, in the podcast on Facebook on the link, but yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be keen to know what Luke's up to nowadays. Yeah. Sang kiddie. And mm. good, like I said, good. Do you know who you remind me of on a football pitch? Not not to look at. He looked completely different, but how he moved, how he his body shape and how he moved and how he his gameplay. And that's Patrick Vieira. Yeah, those, those big long. I thought you were going to say you then. I thought you were no, going to. No. He just reminds me of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patrick Vieira. Yeah, those long, rangy, gangly legs, and he he had a big, big, long stride. Good yeah. vision. Good work rate good passing he, yeah and he, he he they say about midfielders dominating the middle he would do, he'd dominate the middle plus more wouldn't he he, he, he he would he would he'd just take control of a game and and he'd lift other players around him naturally he didn't need to try he wasn't moaning you know none, none of the none of the midfield would would sort of get on anybody else's back because that's the engine of the team is in that midfield and you know it was just always positive always good play even in difficult games where we were losing you know they they wouldn't give it up like they just carry on and it was really good so yeah sorry mate you didn't make it there there's two more positions though so there's there's eight for you yeah yeah who's partnering me up from (laughs) I got Nicky Blackmore yeah and I actually don't think Nicky Blackmore's had a shout on on these 11s yet I think Ron put him in, didn't he? Or did Ron have him on his bench? I can't he was remember. very he was very close to getting in in mine. Oh, I loved um, playing I loved playing up front with Nicky Blackmore. We didn't we didn't actually play play well together because we'd always be doing the same things. We'd always be making the same kind of runs. But he was twice he was twice the player I was in terms of technical ability. His strike of the ball was in 
crazy dead balls as well like not just you know in in it's dead ball you know it's like when i see mike jones at training now and during games you just from mike jones's technique and his ability to to score free kicks and stuff like that it's just just reminds me of nicky blackmore how yeah it does it does i'd actually say mike jones is techniques a little bit better on free kick on free kicks i think i think how he strikes a ball from a free kick is just Nothing short of beautiful, Mike James. But yeah, yeah Nicky, had, Nicky had a good free kick on him. Mm. And and I've dropped you in favour of Lewis Perryman. Um, Do you know what? <laughs> I, I yeah yeah I wouldn't pick me over Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that, um, <laughs> Louis. Louis. I played with him at full of times, but I remember the first time I was called up to the to the first team by Gaffer and um, I was named on the bench and I was happy with that because I'd never played for the first team before but I remember just turning up and seeing Louis just hitting balls before the game just just absolutely levering them 20, 30, 40 yards and they'd just be going top bins every time and I was thinking who's this who's this kiddie and I spoke to one of the kiddies, one of the lads there who I knew, I can't remember who it was now. I said, who's that? And they went, oh, that's Lewis, uh, Louis. He's, he's a striker. And I was like, I'm not getting on today then. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was just unbelievable. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Lovely, lovely kid as well. Yeah. Um, but I think him and Nicky up top, that's just, yeah, that's goals. You're probably talking, well, I think Gaffer was saying, didn't he, didn't he knock 40 in a season or something daft like that? Yeah, it was so. Yeah, I think I think I think Carney, Jamie Carnavalli, another legend, Wessex first all-time first team top goal scorer as well. I think Carney scored something like thirty-one goals that season and still finished runner-up in the goal scoring charts to Louis, who was like forty-seven for... goals or something ridiculous. That's like... Gaffer, be, yeah, well, I'll, I'll revert back to Gaffer for those. Uh... Those are like Messi, Ronaldo numbers, aren't they? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, Carney, you know, there's there's a lot of players who I haven't spoken about in, in my 11. Carney is up there. Like I used to love playing with Carney. He used to point to the blade of grass he wanted me to stand on. That was the sort of player that he was. He, and he wasn't doing it in a in a, in a a hurtful way or anything like that. It was just, that's, that's where he wanted his strike partner. And and I was at the the age where I, you know, and, and, and wanting to win, where I was like, if, if he tells me that's where I need to be, that's where I'm gonna be, and we we used to play really. We used to get on really well and, and play really well. But yeah, I think um, I think Carney, yeah, Carney's a legend, legend of the club. Without a doubt. Yeah, but top top kitty. Have you have you got a bench? I can have a can I have a bench? How many how many do I get? Three. Yeah, go on. Have three. Defender, midfielder, striker. An old school bench. An old school bench. Defender. Well, for for defender, I, I think because you're very adaptable, I'll, I'll put you in defence. And there's it's less chance shame. of anyone, less chance of anyone, sort of, I don't know, maybe attacking you down the left hand side. So you've got to do some sort of three sixty pirouette to, to to drag them to the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, no. I, 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 I use the dark hearts. What I call the dark hearts of football. <laughs> just kicking them. Yeah, yeah. Kicking but, them but and when saying the sorry looking, really quickly. Yeah, you can't just kick some. Well, well. Yeah, I used to do. I used to kick them a lot. You did. I see. I had, you, I had that gift for some. Somehow, I used to be able to launch a player up in the air, and as long as I spoke to the ref first and say, "Yeah, oh, ref, cool. five years yep. ago, I made that ball." But the problem was, you were halfway through the challenge when you were already apologising to the ref for knocking yeah. him up ten foot. In the air. <laughs> you're like, "Yep, yeah, sorry, ref." And he's like, "What? What you? Oh, oh, you're apologising for that? What you've just done? That yeah. atrocious red card worthy <laughs> challenge that you just made? It was. But, yeah. I used I used to hate playing in midfield with you because you, you'd stand there before the game and you'd just you point to the centre circle and go, "This is my area." Anything outside the centre circle, you, you, you like pointing me like a Rottweiler, like just go and get them, go and hunt them down, yeah. go and chase them. And I'd be like, oh, crying out loud. So, yeah, um, 
I'd have you in central defence just so you didn't have to make anybody else work hard, I suppose. He's got to use the dark. I was chatting to um I was chatting to Ches, one of one of my boys, uh after the last last game, he he gave away a penalty. Um you know, the ref spotted his spotted his hands his hands in 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 the back. Uh, I said, You just can't do that. Can't do that, Ches. He said, Well, yeah, I was I was trying to stop him standing on my toes. I said, Ah, see, he's done you there. He's done you with the dark hearts. He said, What do you mean? I said, The dark hearts. I said, Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll take you under my wing. I'll shoot at you in the dark hearts. I said, You know, little little pinches. So they turn around and whack you. And then when they whack you, you go, Well, I never. In front of them. <laughs> he gets carded. You give him a wink. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to teach him to be like some sort of Shakespearean actor or something? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Blessed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe if Ches listens to this, he might choose not to take you up on those uh, on those lessons. <laughs> I don't know. He might it, he might not give away a penalty, but he might get a black eye. Well, now you've na- now you've named me on your bench. I'm going to keep it to a free man bench. If it, you know, I, I, I was literally going to say keep going until you put me in. Well, it's yeah. a five man bench. Now, go on, we'll go for bench. seven. Actually, since COVID, they've 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 done nine on the Roll. bench, haven't they? So yeah. yeah well, who, who else makes your bench? Chrissy Bartlett, legend, love love the kid, and and he 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 could play pretty much anywhere. To be honest, he he was that sort of player. Um, but yeah, he, and and good good from sort of dead ball situations and stuff like that. But top bloke, love playing with him. Current manager of Parsons Street, Brazil. Playing Parsons Street, I I spoke to him for for a long time. Um, but yeah, top top guy, and you know would would be in and around any any sort of team. That, that I've played in um, and we did we played to, played played together for years he was one of our core group of the boys wasn't he he was he was one of the boys the whole time we were at the club yeah he was yeah and there was a reason for that you, you know it's not all about friendship sometimes at football you've got to be good enough to play in those sort of football teams and he was he was he was a stalwart in the in the in the reserve team um and was always around it yeah and and I'm I'm not surprised he stayed in and around football with with Parson Street, to be honest with you, because he's that sort of kiddie, that sort of player. Good lad, good lad. Mm. Who's your who's your striker on the bench? He's been mentioned a couple of times, and we might be seeing him this season at the Wessex. Um, Ginge, little little Ben Francis. I loved playing with Ginge. Yeah, he had he had no right to be playing the, f- the football at his age when it when when I used to you know we're talking seven years when I was you know when I was playing last he he'd, he'd rock up and he was I don't know seven stone wet through uh, probably about the same height as Ollie Cleveley just and didn't look like a football player. He was unbelievable, and I used to love playing with Ben because he'd just do all the running. He'd, he'd do all the running, and he'd be attacking the ball. He'd score a full of goals as well. He wasn't shy of the back of the net, and yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting if he does come back this season. What sort of what sort of effect he'd have he'd have on the on the team? Because if if he's anything like what he was like before, it'll be it'll be a, a great asset to the club. Well, not this season. It's next season that we can't register new players Sorry. at the moment. But, Sorry, yeah. next season. <laughs> yeah, good lad. Tough, tough little little bugger as well. You know, yeah. there was nothing to him, but one of the or- one of the hardest little little lads I come across. Yeah, what he, what he didn't have in height, he made up for in aggression, yeah. but not not in trotty kicking players in the air aggression, but just relentless. Would never give it up. Yeah, scrappy, wasn't he? Scrappy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Absolutely. Good bench. Good team. So, penultimate question. Who's the favourite player you've played with? Bloody hell. I don't know. Can I... I'll I'll tell you what. Or have you (laughs) got radio silence here? (laughs) I don't know. Do you know what? I'll probably go... I'll probably go with with Scotty Harrison, and and with his assistant again. But no, and, good and shape, it, good shape. It's, it's it's not through it's not through that. It's not like 
it, yeah, it, it's, it is purely because from a footballing perspective, he was just really a, a joy to play with. Like, just he was really, really good, consistent, supportive. Cap- he was just like captain material. Um, and, and yeah, just really enjoyed playing with him. Yeah. He, he had what I call me three football basics, tackle, pass and shoot. And he was just brilliant at all three. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Right. So the final question, we like to end the po- podcast with this one. So give us something on our wonderful Lynn Hughes. What does she mean to you and, and to Wessex? Everything. She's um she's like the cornerstone of the club, isn't she? Without without Lynn, things probably would go on, but just not as well, I suppose. She's she's just a, a beautiful human being. Just even her even her texts are nice and make you smile. Love you can just hear stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can hear her voice when she when when you read one. Yeah, she's she's just brilliant. And and actually I was really surprised when I came back that she was still involved to the level that she is. I always I I thought she'd be around it, but to see to see her still pulling the same strings she was ten years ago, it was just like this woman's made a different different stuff, like fair play. And yeah, she don't look like she's slowing down. <laughs> she she's yeah. She's we're, fitter we're, than most. Of, she's fitter than most of us. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, to, we're, we're, we're to trying to plan. force that. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to get her to slow down. But yeah, she, you'll you'll struggle with that. She, yeah, she she loves it, doesn't she? And we we all love her. She's, you know, she's she's a, a brilliant woman and can't can't have a nice enough things to say about the whole family. All of all of the Hugheses. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Oops. So. Uh, yeah, take this opportunity to say congratulations on the role as Wessex Wanderers Colts manager. Pass on our regards to Scotty Harrison as your assistant. Um, I will do. And yeah, so listeners, tune in next week for the next edition of the Wessex Wanderers podcast. Over and out. <laughs>